Hi guys and welcome back to My Dog Has Fleas podcast. I'm your host Rihanna and in today's episode we are talking about how practice makes perfect or close to it. Have you ever been in a situation with your dog and you wish that moment went a lot smoother than it did? You played it out in your head and you thought it would go a lot differently than in reality. Perhaps it was meeting someone on the street, talking to a neighbor, visiting the pet store and having your dog behave a certain way. We've all been there. My question to you is how many times have you practiced these setups with your dog? Hmm. A lot of times we train our dogs in our home environment or a school setting but forget to train them in other areas for real life situations. We are only at home or in a class setting for a certain period of time and those setups are provided to help simulate interactions but once we leave we need to help dogs generalize what they've learned and continue to practice to maintain and strengthen those behaviors. How do we do that? First we have to take the time to practice with our dogs in different environments with varying degrees of distractions, distances, and durations. Starting at zero and working up to what will be normal for that situation. For example, you're out on a walk with your dog and see someone on the street and want to stop for a quick chat, but maybe they're not keen on dogs and want to admire your pup at a distance. You begin talking, but your dog being the social butterfly that they are, they keep trying to greet the stranger. You're unable to talk, you're fumbling with the leash, you can't hear the other person, you're being pulled off balance. A number of things could be going on that distract you from your interaction. You part ways and then you're left feeling as though you've got no handle on your dog. You think back to your training in class and the handful of times you practiced there, but never really worked on it outside of that scenario. You know what to do. You say to yourself, we've practiced this so many times. Why did you behave that way? Well, my friend, you did practice this. You're not lying. But you did not try it in real time, in a real life situation, on the street with a new person, new distractions. We must remember to practice for the moment and not in the moment. The next time you come across someone, bring out those tools and work on what you've learned. Let's talk about the example that I just gave. Increase your distance so your dog is not tempted to meet the person. They're able to focus and absorb what you're working on. Treat at a high rate of reinforcement in the presence of distractions, whatever they are. Person, cars, sounds, animals, all of it. Also, this is huge. I see it all the time. The dog is cute to sit, even though it's unnatural to alleviate excitement in this fashion. Think of a human at a sports event, and when their favorite team scores the winning goal, everyone gets up and cheers. Hooray! They don't sit down. They have a huge outburst. Dogs are the same, and why can't they be? Instead, if your dog is hanging out at your side, treat them for that standby behavior. Work through their excitement as you learned in class at every opportunity you get. Then when that stranger comes along the next time who wants to admire from a distance, you'll be able to have a calm dog and a wonderful conversation. Now, sometimes this goes the other way. The people are so generous with their love and affection, your dog has forgotten all about you and just wants to be with them. You start talking about something else after your pleasantries, but Fido doesn't let you get a word in. Perhaps they're jumping, licking, requesting more pets. Now what do you do? Think back to what you learned in training. Increase your distance. Call your dog away. Work that recall. Reward that recall. Keep your distance and help your dog to wind down. They cannot continue to fight temptation if the person is standing within reach. These are just two examples on how to work through them. You're not always going to have the setup created for you in class. You'll have to get creative, but the message remains the same. Practice, practice, practice. You're going to have to break down what's going on and what you want to happen and take the time to work through it. There's no easy way. Shortcuts make for longer journeys. Next time you may be faced with that same situation and your dog will have the upper hand having worked through it. I'm currently reintroducing myself to playing the ukulele having taken a five-year hiatus. This is not like riding the bike, I can tell you that. Well, it isn't for me anyways. I'm currently working on a few chord progressions, easy peasy songs, finger picking and strumming. Now I can tell you. I know how to play five chords easily on their own, but when I put it all together in a song, some transitions are harder than others especially when it comes to moving from one finger chord to three finger chords. 
If I don't take the time to learn how to do smooth transitions, my songs will be choppy. No one will know what I'm playing. Who will want to listen? Not even me. We all have to practice. I take it one string at a time. I move one finger at a time. I devote 45 minutes a day to practicing what I'm learning, and I can tell you I'm getting better each day. My progressions are a lot smoother. My finger picking is much better. My notes are coming out a lot clearer. I could speed through these, but again, what's the good in that? Do I actually know what I'm doing? Does it sound like music? You want that muscle memory. As I'll learn to slowly glide my fingers over the strings, you'll start to recognize training opportunities as practice sessions. You want it to become second nature. Soon enough, when faced with certain situations, you'll have an auto response. You'll be ready. Try not to think of it as work, but an extension of your training. Have fun with it. Here's a quote taken from the book, The 5AM Club. It's about human behavior and building good habits for success that can be easily translated to your relationship with your dog. All change is hard at first, messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end. Everything you now find easy, you first found difficult. With consistent practice, those interactions, behaviors, whatever it is, will become normal and automatic. I couldn't agree more. I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast. I'll catch you at the next one. Until next time, practice, practice, practice. All right, guys. See you soon.